welcome back to the dunce caps um still doing the covid stuff it's uh, episode like 14 i want to say um wah, wah. <laughs> it's uh <laughs> monday june i don't even know <laughs> uh, 15th 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 thank you apple calendar i calendar thanks bro <laughs> um yeah, man, I don't know, like, nothing, like, I think we talked about in the last episode, like, things are not really getting better with the virus, like, they're, I don't want to say they're getting worse, but, like, Florida's had, like, uh, we had our most cases on, like, Saturday. Um, really? Yeah, but like I said in the last episode that we did, it's it's not, like, we're not going to do anything about it, so it's just, like, just deal with it, just, just go with it. So. Yeah, I, so so like I have not. Um, by the way, my name is Chris. That's hey. Rob. Uh, this is the Dunce Caps. Yeah, well, I think you said that part. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, dude, I have been pretty checked out of the news. Like, I found out like earlier today that like the mart, like there's still active protests going on. Um, I don't. Are there are there still riots like kind of happening? Like, See, man, like I haven't stuff? really. I'm sure there is. I just haven't really seen much of it. Um, right. Yeah. Like, did you watch? Uh, did you watch Bill Burr on on Rogan like a couple days ago or a week ago? Uh, no, I don't think I realized he was on. I mean, they were talking about this thing about how like Antifa, like, um, just like an anti-fascist group. It's like a very liberal left, yeah, quote unquote terrorist group depending on how you look at them but he was like talking about how like they took over like a six by six block radius in seattle and i was like i didn't know that like no one i really haven't seen much like of anything recently otherwise i talk about it just seems like business as usual and not in the sense that like i'm seeing things happening all the time it's kind of like everything's kind of the only thing that i know of now is like everyone's like pissed off that trump's doing this rally in florida that's it yeah but i Oh, oh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know about the Trump thing. I know it was supposed to be in Tulsa on Juneteenth, and then they moved it. Um, yeah. But, like, yeah, I don't know. This I feel like this is, like, a weird time, right? Because it's, like, you know, not that the – not that things have necessarily, like, died down and that people aren't still going to be protesting and being active about change with – all the police stuff going on but it's like i feel like like you said like it sounds like the corona stuff it's like well duh the corona thing's not just gonna stop because of political things and i feel like it's this weird time where like i'm still not allowed to post anything on instagram like it's like it's like when's the okay like when's the green light been given like when are are we past it now like it still feels like we're not allowed to like do anything in terms of like other like it's like the we're sort of in this weird taint period between like getting back into covid stuff and the economy but like there's still like some like george floyd uh aftermath happening yeah 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 for sure it just it seems like um like from my perspective it's just like people like I said, I just think people are kind of like over a lot of it 
and they're kind of like people are slowly getting back to like what they consider like normal so we're not really seeing as much like that's that's my feeling anyway right um, you think yeah. it's just gonna be that thing like like you think it's gonna be the thing where like even though the numbers are going up or the numbers are high or whatever they're that that, that like they're just gonna be like i'd rather run the risk of being potentially get get it than go back inside to my house yeah definitely and i mean there's still there's still gonna be a lot of people that are gonna be like well fuck you guys i'm still gonna quarantine but like i don't think there's like government's kind of made it across the board known that like they're just not gonna do anything or change anything so um yeah i just think we're at the point now where like you're still gonna get like this like there's gonna i I feel like it's almost like a vocal minority at this point that are just like i can't believe people are going out without masks and and i'm not I'm, i'm doing that voice i'm not trying to make fun of them but like they're very much like everyone else is just like look we were with you for a bit but now like no more right like no more right so not saying it's right or, or that's what we should be doing, but like there's not much leadership saying otherwise, so I can't really blame them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting being, it's interesting like having my job and like everything I do be in New York and like hearing about other states in the Northeast like starting to open back up. Like my job, my day job, like they're opening, like we're technically like opened. Like we're technically opening, mm-hmm. but like we have offices in like Baltimore, New Jersey, and like literally every office that's not my office, which is the Manhattan office, is like starting to go back to work, like starting to show up to the office, mm-hmm. you know, in intervals on every other day and shit like that. We, on the other hand, are not. Right. So it's kind of interesting, like watching the rest of the country kind of like trickle back in and it is happening in new york but i think it's happening at like such a like a much slower rate it's kind of weird like i feel like there's like this part of me that's like nah i just want to go back like and just get let's just do like let's just be like the rest of the country and just like fuck it like i'm gonna either get it or i'm not gonna get it let's do this let's open the shit back up but then there's this other part of me that's like hey man you know like fuck it let's just ride this shit out to the end of the summer <laughs> you know like yeah now granted the problem i'm in a position i'm in a position like you're yeah. i don't want to say you're in the minority but it's like the whole like the reason why our quarantine didn't really i mean it was somewhat effective but like now that we're seeing things kind of bounce back after like we waited too long especially talking about certain states not new york necessarily um like we waited so long to shut things down and then we waited a long time to say everyone had to wear masks. And then, like, once, like, the protests started happening and then we started reopening the state, like, now people are just like, well, you know what I mean? Like, there hasn't been, like, like we didn't do it the right way. So now it does, I don't think it really matters. Oh, like, you're, oh, I see what you're saying. Like, like it only would have mattered like, I agree if we did with it you. at if, the right and, time. And, and if everyone did it, not just like New York, California, like New Jersey was actually a really, uh, they took care of shit. Like there were certain states that did it right. And then there were certain states that didn't. And like, if we don't do it all as like one, then I just don't, I don't think it matters. So 
Um, right. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. He. Yeah. Well, it sounds like things in New York probably are from what I, you know, up Chris Metcalf update based on what I know on my grassroots information. It sounds like most, like it's really going to be like end of the summer, fall when things could be, you know, halfway to normal in terms of like jobs, most or a lot of jobs. I I can't necessarily say all restaurants, but uh, certainly like businesses that aren't restaurants. Yeah, I think so. You know, um, but yeah, dude, I don't know, man. I, I, it's, I feel like there's going to be some jobs that just like, don't like, you know, you hear those stories, you know, you hear those stories like about like, like I've read some shit like about like this dude, like there was this dude for in Vietnam, this like old Vietnam guy who was like posted up out in the jungle down during the war back in the day. And then like, the war ended and like his whole like platoon died and he was like out there in the jungle by himself thinking that the war was still going on and then like the war ended and like everyone's like back and he's still out there thinking that like the americans are like coming and then like these guys find him and they have to like basically like explain to him what happened be like dude it's it's been over for like 10 years or whatever like this dude was been out there you know what i mean like surviving and i feel like there's going to be some businesses and unfortunately like the popular ones like facebook amazon like these like tech ones where they're kind of like that Vietnam guy where they're like, like everyone else is back to work, but like, Mm -hmm. they're still like, we're remote. We're, we are not going back to the office. Like Mm -hmm. we can't, like, I just, I think, I think with a lot of trends that go on, like these bigger corporations are going to like make it almost like worse or harder for smaller businesses to open back up because like policies and like some decisions will be made based on like how to how to positively affect or phase back in these other huge companies but like they have the power and the ability and the business structure to do remote work so like the extending Mm -hmm. of it and pushing it back is like available to them whereas like a mom and pop shop or a brick and mortar shop like can't well, that's why I'm saying like they're not. That's why I don't think it's gonna like there won't be any type of reversal. And I think, from what I know of New York, like bars and restaurants are like, yo, like we gotta, like most bars and restaurants are right now. It's fucking stupid because it's like, hey man, you guys can open, but like, you can only be like fifty percent capacity. We're like, as a bar, you, you were a bartender. We both work food service jobs. You know, you don't make money unless it's like slammed, you know, like occasionally you want that off night to kind of relax where you're not that busy, but but because it's like a balance from when you get fucking slammed for fucking an eight hour shift. Right. So for like bars to only and restaurants to only be open at X capacity, like it's not like it's helping them like stay afloat, but like, it's not really like helping, helping. You know what I mean? Yo, this is going to totally so, fuck up this. I bet you this is going to change the tipping culture. Like you think I it'll get better change, or worse? 
Or you think like, like companies I will start? Bet, I bet you. I bet you will start seeing more restaurants and bars that go away from the tipping and more on like an hourly rate. Like Possibly. The t- like there's already re- there's already restaurants in New York that have been adopting that where like yeah. you as a server yeah. like you're the server yeah, yeah the yeah. tips built into the price and like you're just getting this you already know what you're making every single night yeah fucking Danny who's that guy Danny Myers he did that right uh I think so yeah and like other people have done it too and I just I could see that like you know this is gonna obviously affect like the use of cash i think for a lot of people you know uh not that it's going to be outlawed but it's definitely a step towards them getting rid of you know paper currency and then like since these bars and restaurants they're going to want to keep staff on and if people like can't be like throwing cash around or tipping or whatever and then Mm -hmm. they're at half capacity they're going to want to keep their employees so wouldn't it be better to spread the money around and keep everybody like again like you said like afloat rather than hey the servers made this much tonight and this guy made this much tonight but the rest of you like not so much and like it's just i i don't know i could see like over time like restaurant culture changing yeah possibly i mean i was bringing up the 50 percent thing like not just for the bartenders like for the restaurant itself like they're also absolutely they need to be they need to be slammed because they work on you know razor thin margins to begin with um i would rather see as someone who like used to work you know or <clears throat> has like some familiarity like i i would rather work at a place that just had mandatory 18 percent across the board than a higher hourly wage i think you'd make more money that way not absolutely related to covid stuff but right um but they'll never do that so (laughs) right (laughs) so yeah 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 um yeah dude i don't know i think it's it's gonna be interesting when like everyone's back to work and there's still companies that are like remote and like 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 I said, those high end companies that are remote, and then like all these other jobs where the people are like it go. It's gonna kind of kind of go back to that thing where like when the George Floyd stuff settles in the sense of like there's less like people are gonna be working more, so there's gonna be less opportunity for people to be protesting. Like I just think logistically that's just gonna happen. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that I think whatever it doesn't matter. I'm not gonna defend myself, but like that is likely going to happen it's a it's got to die down right and in the time that it's going to die down more and more people are going to start going back to work but i think once everyone's kind of back to work it's going to be interesting where we're going to go back to that thing where people are like the heroes nurses are heroes people are heroes like the here like people who have like show up in person jobs are now going to be heroes while all these other people that don't have to do it are going to be like we're doing this for the people who have to still show up to their jobs. Like it's dude, it's going to create, I think it's going to create like a divide, like a weird new sort of like social difference. Like it kind of plays into like white collar versus blue collar shit. Like, like, Oh, do you work from home or do you work in your job? Yeah. Yeah, but, like, you're looking at it, like, very, very progressively. I don't see that happening. I think we're, like, I think, like, give it give it some time and we'll be right back to where we started. 
Like it's like a, it's like reading like how many well, you know maybe you know some of the stuff that I'm seeing like on a certain like kind of regular basis like news wise like how like I I feel like I've been reading about like the quote unquote four day work week or like work from home and the benefits for like years. Yeah. And like it's always like some fucking progressive country like Sweden. Sweden, you only have to work thirty hours a week and it's only four days. Sweden does and everything do, right apparently. And the economy's so great. When will America yeah. do it? It's like never, never. Like we're never doing it. Right. <laughs> like so I, I I think like I think certainly like definitely some companies like I'm so tired like of people now? telling us how great Sweden and Switzerland are. I'm so tired yeah. of people telling us how great the Netherlands are compared to America. I just feel I like I've been hearing care. these stories and, and like, you know, polls and blah, 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 about how like four day work weeks, work from home, work life balance, like uh, fucking. Um, what was the other one that like the amount of vacation time that they get or like all right. these like all these like super progressive universal basic in- income like all these things that I you read about where it's like they're doing experiments in this country and it looks like it's everything's good it's like all right dude this, that's not gonna happen here like we're not doing it we're not doing any of it not not anytime soon so like I, I see your point of like I, I, I just can't see it being like long-reaching I think the amount of companies like there's going to be some companies like you mentioned like Facebook and Google and stuff like that. There's also like a lot of people that actually want to go and work in an office. So I don't think it'll create a divide like that anytime soon. Um, Cause I could see right. things just like, especially once a vaccine is made available, then it's just going to be like, who cares? Yeah. What's the countdown on the vaccine? I mean, there is no, there is no countdown. Like people, can say that well, it might I mean, happen what's by Robert's the end of this countdown? year. It might happen what's, in two what's years. Your, if you're a betting man, what's your countdown? Like, you, like when do you think? Like, uh, you think like this time next year? You think in like six months? I think like this time next year there will be enough to. Um, I think it'll be before that, but I think this time next year, like most people will be, or have been vaccinated. Mm. Okay, but. Like you know what I read recently that was kind of interesting, and then we'll then we should probably get into the list. Um, yeah, yeah. But I've read that. Uh, so when you take the flu vaccine every year, there's so many different strains of the flu that you're actually getting shot up with like five different types of strains, and hope that you won't get whatever's mutated that year. So right. like that could happen with this too. Like that's what I'm saying. We're like <clears throat> I mentioned it last week. <clears throat> like. Yeah, we're we're slowly understanding it, but like, it could change, and if that could be bad, it could be good. It's all, that that's just like talking and completely conjecture hypotheticals. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but so is saying like, yeah, I think we'll be vaccinated by next year. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, I. Uh... Yeah, it's gonna be. It's, it's, I think, I think need, I think the conclusion I've come from today's conversation about what's going on right now in the world is that, and we've probably said this before, this is probably already obvious, but it's just like, even when this stuff gets fixed, 
like when the vaccine comes out and everything like to your point about like the four day work week and all this stuff like it won't change completely but i think it will change a little bit because you'll still have those companies that are like you'll have all you'll have all the companies and maybe even some brick and mortar companies that like are like realized a bunch of stuff like hey we don't need this this and this and we can cut our costs like Mm-hmm. And they will still have to recover from the hit, but hopefully like businesses of all kinds will realize things and either be able to prepare for something like this again in the future or realize that like their workflow or their work operations aren't maybe like what they thought was important isn't important and then they can, you know, tweak them going forward. Yeah, and you're going to see both. I think like I think like my my stance on it is that like me and you can sit here and say that and hope for those things and we'll see like again i think it's like a small percentage i think like we underestimate the amount of people that just follow like ignorance is bliss or yeah like like, as long as it doesn't affect my little radius kind of thing right and i think that's what like most people are trying to trying to push towards where you see people getting mad where they're like oh like a bunch of fucking idiots just want to go back to bars and having a good time. It's just like, well, yeah, man, they feel weird. Like not doing that. Like that, right. that's what their life was. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> like for some people, it's like, it's fucking hard to be like, like this is like, it's, it could be fucking miserable to not do those things. Not right. one of those people, but there are definitely a lot of people out there that like, right. They need that, so. Yeah. For you, it would be like, oh, new rule. You can't go home and chill at home for, you know, more than, you know, two or yeah, three like hours forced, at a time. Like, for socialization, I'd be like, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking kill me, bro. Yeah. This is bullshit. This is not better for us. Yeah, I'm going to start yeah. telling that to people like that are complaining about being quarantined. Like if I hear them talk about it, I'll be like, dude, hey, it's better than forced socialization. Yeah. Imagine if we had to do that. Imagine you had to be forced to be out with people when you didn't want to be. Yeah, that would be that'd be so much worse. <laughs> like that would be so much worse. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah imagine dude. if like you were only allowed to go home. Like imagine if like. You know, you go to work for 40 hours a week. You were like, you had a, a mandatory amount of socialization so that those days, like the only thing you're going home to do is like shower and sleep. And then, and then yeah, you dude. still, and then you still got those two days, but now they're even shorter. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, now, like, you have to cram other shit into those two days. Like, that'd be, oh, never mind. Yeah, dude. No, thanks. Yeah, dude. You shouldn't put. We shouldn't be putting this into the ether. <laughs> someone's <laughs> someone's gonna hear this. Elon Musk is gonna hear this. He's gonna be like, "I'm doing it." Yeah, this will be good for the popula. This will be good for the pop- population. I think. Yeah, that dude's fucking weird, man. Um, well, speaking of uh, you know, for socialization, that's actually a pretty good. Uh, sort of uh segue into to our list for today so again as you guys you know for listeners who've been on listening to the show we normally do a book since we don't have a book we like to you know continue to try to learn some stuff 
but you know not we don't want to do a lot of work so we find these lists of interesting information and you know we just kind of we'll talk about the lists so today's list that we found is the top 10 loneliest people in history which I think is pretty, you know, fitting because a lot of us are home alone. You know, I know a lot. I got. A, I know I have a lot of friends in New York that have been in their apartment by themselves. Um, you know, my dad's been in Australia. Jude's been alone in his like apartment with no windows. Like it has windows, but the windows don't open because he's like in like a super high up like you know 45th, 50th floor like dope ass apartment. Mm, yeah, he's like in a in a fish tank, but. Yeah, a, yeah, he calls it the up. fish tank. Yeah, yeah. So, like, he hasn't, like, he's been alone, you know. I found out he got really drunk the other night because, like, they started opening up bars, and Jude went to this bar where, of course, he knows the owners in Melbourne, and they always sit him in this special seat at the bar, and they, you know, got him wasted. So, mm. you know, that's how he's socializing now. But, you know, so people are lonely. So now we'll learn about some people who were very lonely. And maybe you guys can feel better about yourselves for feeling lonely and antisocial, you know, and not being around, you know, your friends and your family and the people that you love spending time with uh, but can't because there uh, is a killer virus out uh, trying to murder people in the world. Yep. So count your lucky stars as we get into this list. Number number ten, Simeon Stylites. This is a uh, <clears throat> modern saints tend to be viewed as those who go out into the community and help others, expressing the supernatural through their heroic efforts to improve people's lives. <clears throat> um, criteria for sainthood in the ancient world was very different. Early saints renounced this world entirely. So, I mean, yeah, we kind of, um, I mean, we've kind of touched on this in doing uh, religions and whatnot. You have, like, um, the ascetic people, the guys that just, like, go out into the woods and grow mushrooms on their dick and shit. Right. It's like, you know, you could be considered a saint by just, like, denouncing everything and just avoiding society. Um, And then it says... That was like the fashion for Simeon Stylites because he literally uh, moved away from the world. He lived for decades on a pole. Yeah, dude. God basically, like, he apparently said that God told him that he had to build this pole and do this whole thing. You know, because, like, at this time, like, you know, people, you know, part of being a saint was to, like, avoid, like, like temptation. So you kind of had to be, like, this, like, hermit. And then, like, every once in a while, you go on, like, vacations to, like, go, like, show people how great you are. It's kind of like karate and you do, like, a demo. Like, right. when they do demos in the parking lot. You know? The whole time you're back in the dojo practicing, learning the skills. Yeah. And then every once in a while, you go to a mall parking lot and you show well, people what you're made of. <laughs> this guy, he just sounded like... A uh, freak from the get-go like basically like what started this was it says like as a young boy he was having uh dreams where god was telling him to build this like pole to stand on right and then but then he was like all right well i'm just gonna do the normal thing i'll join a monastery but at the monastery 
he was expelled because he'd wear this rope like around like tightly around his waist which yeah, like dude. made him smell bad <laughs> yeah i because because like it sounds like he never washed it and it was like m- growing into his skin or whatever like it just sounded like it was like you know what it's like it's like when you see those dudes you ever see those dudes in high school or college where they would wear the same hat every single day and the hat would get like shredded and gross yeah it'd have and like, like a brown hat, like tint to it because of have like yeah, a sweat like a, stain yeah, yeah, and it was like their like lucky hat or the, like this hat that they just you never didn't see them without the hat. Like right. they always had the fucking hat. Mm-hmm. And despite how disgusting it was, and it's like that, but like a rope around your waist with this guy. And all the other monks were like, "You are gross. It smells. Clean your rope, sir. Style style lights." Yeah, it's like every uh, like Brother for his birthday lights. they'd all buy him new ropes, but he was like, "Nope, just gonna wear this one." <laughs> Guys, why do I need a new rope when I got a plenty good rope right here? <laughs> and this one's dope as hell. It's got like blood on it from like how yeah. hard he tights it around his fucking waist. Yeah. yeah. He's got like staples in it to like hold parts of it together because it's fraying, but like he also has like some cool pins in it. Mm-hmm. Like this is like a no effects pin this is a blink 182 pin on my rope that i never take off and i never wash sometimes it has maggots so what (laughs) sometimes my flesh gets caught in it whatever whatever they're my friends so (laughs) look at the end of the day i love god and that's what matters are do you guys love god I, mean, I don't I, see anything I don't see anything in the Bible that says I can't be wearing a dirty rope. I like to think that like they were just like, look, man, just if you just take off and burn that rope, you can wear other ropes. Otherwise we gotta ask you to leave. And he's just like, Alright, fuck you guys. I'm out of here. I'm gonna go live in the mountain. Then like then like a story starts to circulate where it's like yeah, man, they fucking... Did you hear they kicked out Simeon? Like, he's up in the mountain. Like, no one knows what's going on. You want to check it out? <laughs> like, people... Like, I'd imagine people would be like, that's, that's like, the thing to do on Friday night. Like, let's go check out Simeon. Yeah, let's go see what Simeon's up to in the mountains. It's like a, new, it's like a weird New Jersey tale. And apparently... <laughs> and then people start visiting him. And he's like, God damn it, I got to get away from these motherfuckers. <laughs> So, so that's when he finally does the pillar, uh, and it says yeah, that he, he builds he moved a pillar there to and mo- thirty six years. Now, so, yeah, it says the sight of a man on a pillar proved too alluring for the crowds. However, and more people came to see him. A years passed, he increased the height of his new home to get further away from the people below. On his death, he was immediately pro- proclaimed a saint. So, like this dude, his logic is. I'm up on a pillar, right? He's like, maybe he makes a pillar that's like the size of like a two-story house, right? I mean, it's just a pillar, so it's, you know, whatever. It's like four by four, you know, if he makes like, you know, a decent one. Mm-hmm. And like he's up there and like he's like, ha-ha, now people will not come visit me because I'd be high up on a pillar, which is so dumb because like I would want to go up to the mountain now to see the guy that lives on a pillar. Right. Which is what happened. Yeah. I also like, I also, I'm like also kind of curious, like, so during this time period, right? Obviously there's no internet, no news, no photographs, none of that shit. 
So like how many people do you think are like coming up to him and be like, yo, man, do you hear about the guy that's on a pillar in a mountain? And you're just like, no way. Like, no fucking way. And they're like, dude, I'll take you. And you're just like, fine. I swear to fine, God, take bro. Me. So yeah, of course you're gonna go. Cause like what the fuck else do you have of going on? <laughs> like that's crazy. A hundred percent nothing. Yeah. yeah. I'll milk the cows tomorrow, dude. I'm going to see this dude on a pillar. I got nothing else Supposedly. happening. Yeah. It's probably a bunch yeah. of bullshit. Yeah, at least and I'll then be up he's in there the and you're just like, wow, what a saint. No way. Yeah. And then you go back and tell ten of your friends. Right. And then now you got and, and, then, keep, and then you're yeah, going back keep, too. You're going building back for and round building. two. Because you keep bringing more people. Dude, you know what's funny? Dude, you know what's funny, too? It'd be funny, like, you know, this guy, like, he builds the pillar. You know, people are still, more people are showing up. He gets mad. He builds the pillar higher. And then, like, now there's guys that are, like, at the bottom of the pillar. They, like, have no association with him. But they, like, started businesses around him having, living on the pillar. Like, they sell t-shirts and, like, keychains. Like, I've seen the pillar, man. I've yeah. seen, like, there's they're like one dude. It's like, a, it's like a petting zoo. He sells, like, fruit to throw up there. <laughs> Feed the pillar, man. Because, like, he does need to eat. Like, yeah. that was, I, w I haven't even gotten there yet. And, I obviously, we still got to get through the rest of this list. But I was also thinking, like, how the fuck does this dude eat? You know what I mean? Like, is he allowed to come down from the pillar to get food? Well, like, I'd imagine, I would imagine that most people, like, at a certain point go home, right? They're not going to, or, or there's people camping out and then, then he can't. So, I don't know. Could go either yeah, way. Yeah, I, I like to know the parameters of his, like, being on a pillar, right? Like, is he up there, like, does he have to, like, eat bugs and just, like, you know, try to, like, live off the sun or whatever? Like, I can believe that he's sleeping there. I'm just having a tough time understanding, like, how he's, you know, receiving food. But like you said, maybe these people are showing up. And he's just like a squirrel that lives in like a 10, 10 by 10 radius near like a garbage can and just everyone's feeding him. And so he's like, I can start a life here on this. Yeah. Pillar. Or maybe it's like the kind of thing where it's like, look, man, you're not in your home 24 seven. So his home is the pillar. So maybe he comes down and he like hangs out for a bit. And he's like, all right, right I that's what go, I'm saying. Then I got to go yeah, home. Like I got to go get, sleep. Right. Like he could get down from live. there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. He's like got to run to the store, get a couple of things. I mean, you live, if your home is the pillar, mm. you know, yeah, you could leave Still your home. Still pretty shitty. Yeah. So. But, you know, when you come home, you got to crawl back up a, up, up a pillar with no roof on it and, you know, sleep on there. Yeah. Which is more than what most people were doing, so. Yeah. So, yeah, when he died, they were like, yeah, he's a saint. Yeah, dude's a saint. Yeah, the guys who were selling the t-shirts in Chicago. Hey, that dude's a fucking saint. I made a living off of that dude. I made a boat. It's like standing next to a boat. Yeah. Because of this man, I was able to make myself a boat. And that's why it's called Stylites. <laughs> 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 Pretty sweet, huh? Lot of chicks, lot, lot of chicks. Of chicks. <laughs> Dude, I'm imagining like like Noah's Ark, but just like the back of it has just like like a pole, like a pole like motor that you'd see like on the back of like a like a rowboat with an engine on it. Yeah, like, and like instead of little, like, like <laughs> instead of stalls for animals, it's just like all like BDSM rooms and shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
pretty yeah, cool, dude. huh? Yeah. Come huh? aboard like the chains. Starlights, ladies. Yeah, there's like chains swinging like in the stalls. Like, yeah. <laughs> pretty neat. Um, <laughs> number nine, Blanche Monnier. Monnier. Oh man, yeah. Uh, it says Blanche Monnier never had and uh the intention of living uh a life of sequestri sequestration uh born into a well-off french family in 1849 she had all the gifts of money and beauty this is how every this is how every tragedy story starts mm. she had it all she was fun youthful was a dancer um and then it said she would drink absinthe with papa on the deck and tell funny stories as an eight-year-old. Um, it, but it says, unfortunately, she had the cruelest mother imaginable. In 1874, uh, she was a 20... Uh, in 1874, she was 25 years old. Blanche announced to her mother that she intended to marry. Blanche to change her mind. Uh, Madame Monnier locked Blanche in a tiny room in the attic of the family home. Blanche's mother and brother continued to live a normal life while Blanche lived in squalor above. Mm. That's fucked up, dude. Yeah. Um, I mean, she did want to marry a lawyer, though. So maybe, but but but, dude, yeah. but maybe he was like, maybe he was like a public defender or something like that. You know, he's like real, like all over the place, kind of like car salesman jacket. You know, well, regardless, I, I think she just had it, you know, coming to her. Like, you're gonna marry a lawyer? Come on. Right. You want to be divorced in a couple of years? I'll do that. Right. Yeah. Suck me blue. Yeah, plus it's France, you know, so um, it's fucked up. Yeah, it says she spent the next 25 years locked in her attic cell. In 1901, an anonymous letter to the authorities revealed Blanche's living conditions and the home was raided. Blanche was found living in her own filth and weighing a little more than 55 pounds. That's pretty nuts. Because, like, you could lock someone away and still keep them relatively you know at least like of weight like you could feed them well it sounds like they fed her but like barely plus she was well, probably also yeah. like sick as hell dude yeah you know it said uh they said when they got in there they said uh all around her was a, f a formed a sort of crust made of uh excrement which is poop fragments of meat vegetables fish and rotten bread we also saw oyster shells and bugs running across mademoiselle monier's bed uh the air was unbreathable the odor given off by the room was so rank that it was impossible for us to stay any longer to proceed with our investigation dude i wonder like like were they feeding her like like, if they're, like, a hoity-toity family, right? Like, did they have, like, a dinner party? And then, like, they're like, oh, give her the leftover raw oysters. <laughs> to, like, 
our sickly daughter who's like up in the attic. Like they're giving her oysters, dude. That doesn't well, seem. Well, it's like you said, like it sounds like they actually did feed her. But like that made me wonder, like, you know, in prison, you have the hole. Right. Like, but this woman was like in that situation for 25 years. Like, yeah, it's got to be pretty bad. It's got to be like not. That's got to take a toll on you beyond just like living. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, the end here, it says the ice, uh, you know, Blanche was saved from her isolation, but remained ill and mentally unbalanced, dying in the hospital in 1913. So, I mean, I mean, yeah, dude, you're going to be fucked up. Like, she's she's probably like a lunatic, like talking to herself and talking to other people, but like, you know, has this weird, uh, what's that thing called? Um, something syndrome where you're like into the person that like, is Stockholm Syndrome. capturing you yeah yeah where she's like I love mother mother is the best she is so good to me but like you know she's like not feeding her and like poisoning her and like or well not maybe not poisoning her but locking her in a room I yeah I mean it's yeah it sounds fucking awful yeah so think about that, you guys. If you're all sad about COVID, yeah, dude, you, don't you guys live got in an attic. You got the internet. Come on. Yeah, you guys have Netflix and shit, yo. You're not covered. They're like, yeah, you're, but you I haven't had oysters in fucking weeks, bro. So <laughs> yeah, but I haven't been out to go out with my friends. It's like, yeah, yeah, but at least you're not covered in a ring of crust made of your own poop and foods. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> yeah, not yet. Anyway. Um, Number eight, Julian of Norwich. Isolation is not always so extreme. Some people in history have practiced a form of social isolation that doctors might wish more people were following during this pandemic. Um, (laughs) It says in the Middle Ages, one way for people to show their devotion to God was to become an anchorite. This involved having a room built next to a church where they could literally be walled in. No Dude, one could come in or out. This is so fucked up. Uh, sometimes a similar rite uh, to a funeral service was held as the anchorite was walled in to show they were now dead to the world. Uh, the only holes in the outside were ones that let the anchorite see the altar in the church. It's fucked up. Receive communion and bring in food. So again, it's like a variation of the whole. In 1413. Yeah, and, yeah, but this is but here's what's fucked up about it though, is this is not a punishment. This is this is someone choosing yeah, to someone do choosing this. it, yeah. You're basically saying I want to be put in isolation and then I can be like a human snow globe for people to come visit and talk to me and bring me food and I am like will be like a living testament of like devotion to 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 God, essentially, to the Lord. Yeah. Which, like, I don't know, dude. Like, who the fuck do you think you are? You know? You're going to wall yourself in and be, like, the center of attention? Yeah. So much of this, I'm just like... Like, you know, this is this is 1413. 14th century shit. How much of this was just, like... People didn't know. It was fucked up back then. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, because, like, to me, it's like this. I'm just like... Okay, put yourself in this situation, Rob. Like, 
how are you going to make it work? It's like, well, for one thing, someone's bringing me Chick-fil-A at least once a week. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I have to have some books. I have to have something. Like, I could make this work in, like, some extreme, like, 2020 version of this. But, like, she had, like, nothing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Right. So, were things just so bad back then that you were just like, this is it? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I, I think that this is, like, a time where, like, the church had so much... And like religion had so much power over people that like they like actually believed wanted to be holy and greater. Than yeah, like else. like like that they was like that there was a way to be like so divine, like beyond like the human trappings, and just like devote yourself to this thing. Because like also this is also a time specifically for women where it's not like she could be like. I'm going to be an entrepreneur and start a business, you know, right, or right, like, yeah. like she can't do it. Like, it's either like she's got to get married. And if she doesn't get married, she's probably just labeled like a whore. And then to be like a nun, like maybe the maybe she didn't get along with a lot of other nuns, you know, and the other nuns didn't like her. So she's like, fine, you know what? I'm going to one up all of you. I'm going to mm-hmm. seal myself into a tat into a, into a room with a couple of holes in it. So you guys, so people can talk to me and give me food and I'm going to devote myself that much to God. The only thing I get to see other than talking to people and eating my food is the Bible I got in here and the little hole to watch church. Right. And she's like, but yeah, you keep doing your rosary. Yeah. keep Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Margaret. (laughs) Yeah. Keep, yeah. Keep, keep trying to help out and do readings at mass. Thessal. I'm going to seal myself into a catacomb in the church because I love God because I love God more than you. So (laughs) So it's like, there's like literally like she's standing, but they're only like halfway through putting up the fucking, they're like, they're stacking (laughs) bricks. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Dude. You know, what's funny too. The guys who were stacking the bricks are probably just like guys that they hired. So there's like, a holy there's like the priest and like other people on the uh, like behind them watching they'd be like you'll be okay what's her name you'll be okay julian julian you'll be fine and she's like i know i will be fine i am devoted to the lord the lord's power but then there's these guys in between that back and forth just being like man you're really gonna stay in here that long huh like just like laying like blue collar guys like laying fucking uh cement and brick and stacking them well, yeah, I also imagine, like, things don't really change for them, like, over, like, vast stretches of time, where they're just still, like, bullshitting, like, ah, oh, man, I'm fucking hungry as hell. What do we got for lunch today, boys, huh? It's like, <laughs> it's like oh, man, you, wanna, you would not believe what my wife said last night. I swear to God, women are dumb like bricks. <laughs> just like these bricks. That like I'm this bro, closing this person off in, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Father, great. Hey, great homily last Sunday. Great homily. Yeah. He's like telling He's like telling Julian, he's like, he's like, hey, you think you got room in here for another one? I'm going to put my wife in here with you. Huh? Yeah. Huh? You get it? Yeah. She's driving me nuts. You want to talk about torture? <laughs> put the two of you together, I can only imagine, huh? 
<laughs> hey, I tell you what, you don't want to be in there with her. How about I trade places with you and you brick me in there? Huh? huh? <laughs> yeah, you know, I thought about doing this once, but, you know, my wife wouldn't have it, so. Look, it would be different if the only hole I had for entertainment was in church. Now, if it was ESPN, maybe, maybe. you could lock me in. Maybe a second hole with some porn running? Because, I mean, you got you got no work. <laughs> he's, like, going through all like, the positives. And then he's like, but no sports, so. Yeah. Can't do it. Also, I'm going to need a certain size hole for the food hole for things to come through because, you know, if, you know, one of my, if my mother brings me a lasagna, you know, how is she going to pass an entire tray of lasagna through one size brick hole? So we're also going to have, we had to modify a couple of things for my special uh, brick quarantine for life for God and to get away from my God forsaken wife. Look, I love my kids, but. Only sometimes. So I'll raise him through the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, he does something wrong, you bring him to me. He does something great, you bring him to me. I say yeah. some stuff, and then you take him back. <laughs> and that is what being a dad is like. <laughs> Plus, if I get real mad at him, I'll have my tools and dig my way out. <laughs> um, That's the problem. See, I actually did it, but then I broke out. <laughs> <laughs> the church and is that's very why mad. yeah um number seven robert falcon scott and then it says parentheses maybe, maybe because yeah. i guess they can't identify this guy it says uh there are a few places in the world we can, that many people have gone it says in the beginning of the 20th century this guy robert falcon scott known as scott of the antarctic was a British hero and uh, for his adventures towards the South Pole. So, yeah, real quickly, I just wanted to say this is the beginning of the 20th century where it says, like, so basically, like, listen, we've explored most of the world, but at the beginning of the 20th century, there were still blank patches that, like, this, like, mania developed that, like, people had to explore, which I thought was interesting because, like, that's only 100 years ago. Anyway, right. go on. Yeah, so, yeah, I know, it is crazy. And then they don't even have, like, the fucking technology that we have now. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so he's this explorer. And I guess, you know, at this time, this is, like, probably around the time when there's, like, uh, you know, some of that manifest destiny shit. And there was, like, I guess, like, a bit of a a race to discover this stuff. Um, and him and his team go out there to, you know... Well, yeah, I mean, Survey at this the point, land and shit. At this point, if you're like trying to discover shit and get on one of these top ten lists in the future, you gotta press hard. So yeah, that's dude. what this guy's yeah, doing. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. You can't just be waltzed into the Antarctic. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I guess uh his uh when his team of the five reached the pole, they discovered that a rival team headed by Ronald at Admonson had already beaten them there by five weeks. Scott's diary recorded the team's crushed feelings. Great God, this is an awful place. Yeah, so not happy about that. And yeah, then it that says on the mark- so bad. Yeah. 
Right. Yeah, I'd be pissed, dude. You're like, dude, boys, we're going to discover something brand pissed. new. Yeah, you'd be pissed. <laughs> like, I think that's like an understatement. <laughs> like, imagine, like, traveling across the car, across the fucking globe. Like, early 20th century. It's like 1910. <laughs> and you put together this team, and you're like, I'm going to be on the maps, chap. And then, like, some dude's like, where you're at. What you were looking for, but they've been there for like weeks. I think you'd be right. a little bit more than like upset. You'd be like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, I'd be pretty mad. I'd be like, either we're turning around right now or I'm killing myself. <laughs> like, like, what other options are there at that point? Yeah, so. Yeah, they turn around. Yeah, and it's also bad too because like it's not like you get there and they're like some native people that like look like like snow, like like abominable snowmen. They're just like right. other white dudes, you know. You're just like, damn it. Well, <laughs> it's like, dude, fuck. it's like imagine how easy it is to feel like a failure in 2020, and then imagine this guy's feelings. <laughs> like, like it's so much worse. Like. <laughs> Like, he tried so hard. Like, you could feel like a failure for, like, the most inconsequential bullshit thing. Like, oh, man, I didn't call my... I didn't call my dad on Father's Day. I forgot. Right, I'm right, such a piece right. of shit. And this guy's, like, traveled across the globe. Yeah, he's probably, like, lost, like, a finger and a toe and stuff. You know, like, yeah, lost extremities. Oh, dude, like, so many members of his team died on this journey. And he's just yeah. like, fuck! Like... <laughs> This other guy's here right now? Like, imagine, like, talking to your team that you convinced to go with you. And you're just like, ah, oh, man. So, <laughs> look, I know I promised Remember when you guys. I said this was going to be a huge opportunity? Glory, but. <laughs> Remember when I said this would end in glory? Look, guys, no one could have seen this coming. Am I right? You're <laughs> looking around. No one. Like, no one? No one. You're like, Bill? Uh, just kidding. Bill has no eyes. He lost them, right? <laughs> See, <I'm laughs> See, it's a joke. It's all a joke. But he can still hear me. Um, yeah, so basically, like you said, there's only two things you could do. And they did one of them, which is just go. They just left. Yeah. That's the other thing, too. Like, the dudes that were already there, they're like, who are you? And they're like, we have traveled here for this land who are you they're like oh we got here a few days ago you guys want some cocoa and they're <laughs> right. like no we don't want fucking cocoa like right. they're all like mad and they all like march off in the cold with like now getting more rations and they're like what's wrong with those guys right yeah, <laughs> yeah like, what's their what's their deal <laughs> couple of assholes if you ask me why'd they just leave all mad why didn't they eat more cocoa and have fish sticks with us? Hey, it's I the invited Antarctic, them. right? I invited them. So, <laughs> hey, man, no blood on my hands. It's like Just snow. It's like all like fucking built up in like fur and shit. It's like writing shit yeah. down. <laughs> anyway, bring those fish sticks over to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll take the cocoa too. Fuck it. Hey guys, we got double cocoa. Hey. Did you say we're out of tartar sauce? 
No, I don't want cocktail sauce. You don't put, you don't dip fish sticks in cocktail sauce, you idiot. Yeah, dude, that dude, like, he had the other trajectory where, like, he actually did it, but I bet you he died, like, two weeks later anyway, so. It was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was they like, ate all the fish sticks and were partying yeah, too much at the dope location. for, like, a minute, and then it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. He's not on a top ten list. No, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. Uh, so, but, yeah, so anyway, so the main guy, our boy, uh, Robert Falcon, he leaves with his maybe. with his crew. What's that? Said maybe. Maybe, yeah. He leaves with his that crew. That doesn't sound like a real name at all. So. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it says one of his members collapsed and died. He said another, this guy, Captain Oates, uh, <laughs> which sounds like a cereal, uh, felt uh, he was slowing mm. down the mission and set off into the cold on his own to spare the others. So this one guy, dude, imagine that. Like you're like out, you've been out there, your mission fails. Now you got to walk home with your tail between your legs. And you're like, dude. I'm super fat. I've been eating all this cereal because I'm Captain Oats. And my leg really hurts because I think I got diabetes. And my other leg hurts because I think it's freezing off. And you guys are super cool. And you guys are super strong and better than me. So you guys go the route. And I'm just going to go the wrong way on purpose. And just hope. And just hope that nature takes me away. Well, yeah. I, I think this also just goes along with the idea of, like, they're going back to, like, be like, yeah, we went there, but we were not the first. So, But, yeah, these other guys, yeah, so Captain. We, it was, let me tell you, like, like everyone just, like, walking away, like, oh, like, no, but let us tell you about the journey and how crazy it was and all the things <laughs> we saw. Like, you're not the first, idiot. <laughs> it's like, walk away. Yeah. We'll read it in the history books, you idiot. Yeah, we're going to see. We're going to the Rolled Asmund Festival. God, yeah. you always were a fat disappointment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he's just like, yeah, I'm just gonna fucking commit suicide in a very sad way by like walking out into the cold. Yeah, I always was alone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No one likes my cereal. Yeah. So this dude, he walks off into the cold, and then. um he said he left with celebrated British understatement. I am just going outside and maybe some time. So whatever that means. And says the rest of the team carry out the blizzards, slowed their progress. Within 12 miles of a supply depot, they could not carry on. It's not known who was the last survivor of the trek, but whoever it was must have felt very alone. Scott's diary ends with a message of whoever found them. Last entry for God's sake look after our people Hmm. which i mean they found them i mean does that mean like that that like they found him like frozen like there's that story like i think it's at like mount everest where there's like there's like one of the markers when they go up there is like there's like a guy like an old like 1900s explorer who like went up there and died like leaning on a pole or like leaning on something and he's just like frozen up there and like you go up and you're like, oh yeah, Wait, that's really? old, dude, bro. Look this up. I'm not fucking with you. There are there is a bot. There's a guy up there that's so frozen. And dude, actually, 
at the top of Mount Everest, they're actually having a problem up there because so many people have been, you know, they pay these Sherpas and they get all this equipment and they get all this stuff and they go up to the fucking mountain and it's so treacherous and they fucks with people. And there's like, bro, they're having a problem because people are just like leaving their gear and like taking shits and like leaving their fucking garbage. So like if we were to go up to Mount Everest right now, there's like parts that are like, wow, this is like majestic and crazy. And then there's other parts where you're like, Dude, there's like 10 years of like old camping equipment just like frozen over here, like on the sides and like piles of shit and like stuff that like other explorers left behind and shit going up here. Right, right, right. Because it's not like it's Mount Everest. You're not cleaning it up. Like yeah, just, who goes to clean it up? It's just yeah, like it's just up can't. there. Like you can't. It's not like the it's ocean like, where the ocean yeah. like gobbles it up and like it floats no, yeah. away. Like it just gets left there. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. dude, and and it's like crazy, dude. Like I've heard stories, like dude, like I've read stories and like listened to stories, like of like people who like there was one where there's like a like like couples and like people will go up and they've like trained for years to do this and they go up there and then they hit this point where like one person's kind of getting sick and they can't go further and the other person's like yo we're like you know a, a 12 hour trek to the to the final point and they're like yo i'm going to leave you here so either stay here and camp out and i'll come back for you or just start going back like 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 i've gone too far i can make it you can't Mm. we can both survive maybe you might not be able to make it and despite all of the stuff that we've done together up into this point i'm going to leave you because i can't not i'm not i have i've come this far i'm not gonna not do it just because you can't and if i know that you're not gonna die then i'm gonna go do it and i'm gonna leave you behind and like that's like there's like so many stories like that where like like a group of friends or like lifelong friends or like people like that do this shit and like you're just up there and like shit changes when you're up there yeah for sure yeah it's crazy yeah wait did you find the thing about the guy up in the mountain the frozen dude i mean i didn't find that i found an article from last year that says like because of global warming and shit, like they're seeing like more dead bodies, like as people go up there, as many as like 300. Um, yeah, it's obviously a thing. Like all the stuff you just said is true. Um, what was interesting to me though is like there's this, there's like definitely, there's like people that are called uh, basically like they're guides. Like they've climbed Mount Sherpas. Everest like multiple times. So. Yeah, because they're like born up there and they're like, they have these weird like genetic things where they're like fine. Like, dude, there'll be like a bunch of, there'll be like eight white guys that right. like spent millions of dollars to do this and they have oxygen masks and all this shit. And they're like, come on, fellas, we're going to make it. Even if we have to drink our own piss and poop and huddle naked together in the tent at night. But dude, then there's like these Sherpas. They just have like, like a giant's like starter hat on and like a jacket and they're smoking a cigarette being like, Come on, bro. Let's go, dude. Like, they're fine. Like, the Sherpas can, like, run around all over the place. They're good. And they just mm-hmm. have, like, Timberlands and jeans on. <laughs> but these yeah, other... Yeah. But, like... <laughs> but, dude, but, like, the rest of the dudes, like, right, all, yeah. like, the not Sherpas, they're all, like, geared yeah, up like they're, like going, they're going to space. space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. 
yeah. it's so funny dude yeah. the sherpas all just look like dudes like that like like you'd pick up at like a home depot to do some landscaping and they're like fine like up in like the mountains yeah what a weird i don't i don't get stuff like that where it's like i'm gonna call like my life's goal is to climb mount everest Dude, these are the same like, fucking douchebags that dude, go my, out and like hunt animals in Africa for game. It's like my dude, life it's goal is weird... to just not be in debt and retire at a relatively comfortable age. <laughs> like, dude, yeah. How about my goal? I, I dude, don't want to work till I'm eighty. <laughs> like that'd be dude, nice. Dude, how about one of my goals in life is to never know what frostbite is like, <laughs> or to never like be cold and hungry right, on a mountain. Right, right. Yeah. Don't yeah, care. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So number six, unknown Amazon Indian. That's what it says. Not making this up. Yeah. That's what it says. Uh, This one's more recent. In 1996, the Brazilian government was made aware of a lone Amazon Indian man living in the forest. I guess, you know, there's all these indigenous tribes. Um, Researchers discovered several of the man's huts, all with deep rectangular holes dug within them. This is not something that any other tribe had ever uh, been seen to do. Um, yeah uh, this one's just like kind of it's weird because it's like uh no contact is made with the man there is video footage of him that has been taken uh anytime like tree loggers got close he'd run away well it says they she shot one of them in the chest with a with a fucking arrow yeah yeah Which I mean, yeah, I mean, it says, and then it says like Brazilian policy not to try and contact these people, right? Um, and that's all it says about them. It's so weird. <laughs> like, like it's, there's no like, I get it. Like they can't, because now my mind is wandering, and I'm just like, well, like, what if this was like, uh, <laughs> what if like, okay, so we're we're 33 years old. What if, what if like one day like we were like hanging out we're drinking and i'm just like hey man so you know like not a lot of people know this but like i actually had this cousin that when he was 15 he just disappeared and everyone said he went to the amazon to like you know like is it like that kind of story or is it like he broke off from like the more natural story but he broke off from like some tribe or was shunned maybe by some tribe you know what i mean yeah, but do you like why would this guy have dug 14 huts? Well, I thought it was because like, like he was constantly moving around and leaving, no? I I mean maybe, I guess I just wonder like maybe they only saw one guy of this group. So he was like the guy who like would trail, he'd be like 100 yards back keeping them safe yeah he's like the ranger Mm. yeah he's like the army ranger he like goes out first checks things out and like there might be more of these people but we only that's much more interesting than what i was thinking (laughs) 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 like that's actually pretty dope that sounds like a uh someone call mel gibson up let's get this movie made right yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, it's. I mean, it still is interesting and cool if he is just by himself, and then it, and then the, I guess it begs the question: like, why is he building so many huts? Mm. You know, like, yeah, yeah is yeah. he just building them? Like, maybe he's sad. You know, I mean, he's like, I will build these huts so that one day when I have a family and community again, they will live in these huts. Or is he just like? 
Yeah, I gotta go from hut to hut because I can't find out my location. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They'll never know what hut that I'm in, and they'll have to check the basement of the hut. Right. <laughs> so many rooms. Yeah. So many rooms in my huts. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, like, dude, I also love these lists because it's like, so what the fuck is this picture that they have? <laughs> Like is that him? Bro, I is bet that's that not him? even that guy. No, I bet it's, it's not, not even that dude, guy. That's not that, no, it's not even like definitely isn't. Which is like hilarious. Like Yeah. No one's gonna question us. We're list first. No. Yeah. Poor guy. I'll find him. I'm gonna go find him. This would make for a good Mark Wahlberg movie. Yeah. Bro, we're gonna go find the we're gonna go find the Amazon Indian dude. It's crazy, kid. What's yeah, it's he like doing Ted there? Three. What's he doing out there, kid? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, he's doing Ted find Three out. out in the Amazon. Then I'm gonna, then I'm gonna build the Wahlburgers. <laughs> it's gonna be run by my, my cousin's sister. <laughs> but I'm gonna make this. I'm gonna make this unknown Amazon Indian the manager. He's got. He's got. He's built so many Wahlburgers that they're all run by like family members, like friends. Like, it's my second cousin's neighbor. Yeah, they bought it. Franchise. Okay. You can do it. Very profitable. Marry into the Wahlberg family. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime you open a Wahlbergers, it's like you some basement the ritual where they cut your hand yeah. open. <laughs> yeah. You are now a Wahlberg, bro, yeah. kid. Oh my god. Um yeah, should we clip it there? Yeah. That's uh so that was halfway through ten loneliest people in history, according to uh list verse. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. You know, and, and again, I hope you guys like, you know, this helps you guys appreciate, you know, your situ- your current situation. You know, these people's lives sounds like they sucked pretty bad. Um, yeah. You know, some by now, choice. Some by choice. Some by choice. Yeah. But still, you know, you have a choice and you're choosing to stay inside. Because you're smart. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it for me. I don't know. You got anything, dude? No. I will uh, see you guys next week for another episode. Um, stay safe. Be good. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Protest. Protest safely. Peacefully. Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) Look, man, I got other things I'm thinking about right now. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, be safe. Everyone, do it. Just just do it. Just be safe. Sounds that hard. (laughs) Come on. Uh, Yeah. That's it. All right. Peace. Peace.